we just thank you and praise you for this day and that you have come here. We welcome you here. We just welcome you here to do as we wish you, you would ever have done today. We ask that your Holy Spirit would just fall upon us, the fire of the Holy Spirit to flow. And we thank you for the anointing that breaks every yoke upon your chair. We thank you for everyone, Lord, that you're sending here, that you want to minister grace and life to. We give you praise for that. We thank you for your angels that are encamped around us. And we decree and declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We just want to lift up the name of Jesus. We want to worship you, our King of kings and our Lord of lords. And we thank you, Lord, that we can sit at your feet and learn from you. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your presence here today and what you're going to do. We just give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, today uh, we have a printed uh, uh, upcoming events back in front. If, uh, you can pick up over there at the sign-in table. And if you haven't signed in, please do so. Get your tag. We want to keep in contact with you, and we pray over our, our attendees, and we thank you for coming out today. Okay, and I want to uh, remind you that we are also going to be celebrating next week, the 14th, here uh, in the Nassau Globe, the Feast of Trumpets. This, uh, uh, this beautiful feast of, that is called of the Lord and ordained of the Lord that we remember and look and wait for him. Look up in that sky for he's going to break forth before we know it. So we need to be ready. So we want to celebrate that time together. So we'll be here with, and Carolyn um, Sissom will be minister, and she's from Eastgate, a pastor there, and she is well-versed in the Feast of Trumpets. So we're gonna decorate this place and have some of the festive things that they celebrate by, because you know we've been engrafted into the kingdom of God by the blood of Jesus, and we celebrate the same uh, uh, feast that they do because the Lord has called it to be done. So we give him praise. We also, you'll see some brochures on your, at your seat about the Southwest Texas area, a glow, a heart of blaze conference. If you're interested in that, those details are there as well. And uh, there is uh, a youth rally this week. It's for school supply outreach. And I think all those that have brought school supplies there, it's over here on the side that we have some buckets for your contribution if you should decide to do that. Um, uh, that it's this Saturday the 9th and uh, it's in Galveston and it's hosted by Behind the Closed Doors and, and see Pastor Tess for details. Operation Secure the Gate is um, going to be um, a prayer gathering at the University of Houston on September the 30th. All this is back there between 2.45 and 5 o'clock. Uh, in the evening, and it's an A.G. Bruce Religion Center at the University of Houston. This is a gathering of the Ecclesia with high praise and worship, and they're going to have an open mic for open prayers and decrees. Because, you know, there's a statue that they're bringing, a veiled statue from New York to be placed over there at U of H, and we say no to that. You know, we're going to pull that stronghold down in Jesus' name. Remember, we do have uh, a NASA a Globe uh, Lighthouse podcast. Uh, it's just, just Google that up and, and it'll all come up and it's the last two years into the present. Uh, all the meetings are listed there for you to enjoy and to hear again. So um, that's pretty much what we want to do with that. And so um, we will, I'm going to give you a little details about uh, our speaker. Let me give me a minute and get through this. Okay, the Feast of Trumpets, you know, is next, uh, it's on the, it starts at sundown on the 15th, correct? And then, thank you, honey. <laughs> and 
good. <laughs> he says, praise the Lord there, right? Okay, and then uh, the Day of Atonement, September the 25th, and then the Feast of Tabernacles is the 30th. The eighth day is October the 7th. We, uh, all this information and all about the feast, if you, uh, we're always reminding ourselves and educating ourselves about the feast, is on our, uh, we have a printout, and also, if you will check into, if you, if you receive the uh, emails, from Tipmail, that's our newsletter has all those details. But if you don't, sign up and we'll send it to you. And you'll get that to the next, probably next week because I'll have to send out a new one to uh, a date for our next coming meeting. But let me tell you, we are pleased and I'm privileged to have uh, Jason Cartel. He is today with us and um, he's in prayer right now. And so he is the president of the Freedom Crusades and he is a successful businessman and uh, he is married to Dietrich uh, Cartel, and he's the father of five. And he is anointed to set people free and will be ministering at, uh, well, he will be ministering in just a few moments after our worship. His testimony is a powerful story of what God can do with a willing heart. Isn't that all the Lord wants us, just to be willing and humble before him, correct? The Lord freed him from a life-threatening addiction, but he had no idea how the Lord was, would use him to free uh, other people. So in 2015, Jason met Holy Spirit in Argentina. See, he's everywhere, isn't he? <laughs> Where he told him to start Freedom Crusades and to reach the lost around the world. Since then, the Lord has commissioned uh, Freedom Crusade to awaken God's army, to, wake, to walk in the fullness of who God has created us to be and without limitations of religion. Aren't you glad you are free? Free, 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 amen? And so he also, he also ministers to business leaders around the world, teaching them the principles of the kingdom, uh, of kingdom business. And we are all about to be about our father's business, kingdom business, under the direction of Holy Spirit. Now, don't you just love that? He is a man that has humbled himself and is totally committed to be led by the Holy Spirit, and it's just wonderful. He is also an apostle, so we ask him, Apostle Jason. In his region and internationally speaking to thousands, to hundreds of pastors' lives to help them to, to build up the body of Christ to operate in the gifts of the Spirit and enter into the fullness of what those pastors and the Lord has created them to do. He is motivated and passionate about seeing thousands delivered and seeing the earth on fire for Jesus. Isn't that what we want? The fire of Jesus. So I'm expecting some wonderful things to be happening. Signs, we always pray for signs, miracles, wonders, and not just so that we can see a show, but that Jesus can be uh, lifted up and show that he is real and here cares and he, take, he is able to do more than, more than we can ever think or ask. Now, you have something coming up on... Okay, well, there are some flyers in the back, but I want you to tell them because I didn't know until this morning. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Cecilia Armstrong, and I'm the founder of Providence Outreach Ministries. And we are having a... We call it awareness training. You know, if you saw the sound of freedom, this would be great information on how things work, so to speak. It's on September, Saturday, September 16th from 10 to 12 at our office. I have flyers back there. I ask that you um, can go on a right and register so I can just keep a, a, a head count because our office only holds so many people. 
So um, like I said, there's flyers back there. They just put it back on this table. You know, if you're interested or get with me afterwards, I'll be happy to fill you in on anything else. Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Cecil. Okay, so let's uh, begin. Uh, let us enter into his gates with thanksgiving and praise and into uh, his courts, and let's be thankful unto him. And we'll start with the sounding of the shofar and continue with our worship and song and worship. Thank you. That's a short version of it. <laughs> yes. We're trying to save them. Oh, yeah. Father, we thank you that we hear the show forward and we hear the show forward that your voice speaking to us. We come to you now in the name of Jesus, acknowledging your presence here with us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We make room for you. We make a place for you. Let us enter in with thanksgiving in our hearts, Lord. We come before your throne of grace, Lord, with praise and worship and adoration. Come into the holy place to worship you and you alone. In Jesus' name. Quiet, you shout out your praise. 
ever seen. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Jesus. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one. Jesus, the only one who could ever save. Worthy. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Holy. Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and fill me. With your heart and lead me in your love, Lord, for those around me, Lord.
beside you, Lord. There is none like you, Lord. Here we are, Lord. Here we are, Lord. We're here to worship you, Lord. Here we are, Lord. We sought you. To honor you, Lord. Here we are, Lord. Lord, we worship you. We worship you. We surrender. 
surrender to your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. Here I am. Here I am. Down on my knees again. Surrendering all. Surrendering all. Find me Lord, as you draw me near. I'm desperate for you. Your presence, Lord. Desperate for you. Come and break it within, Lord. 
water? I don't drink a lot of water. Except in my coffee. I hear you. in spirit and in truth I worship you I worship you I adore you Lord I glorify your name you alone you alone, you alone. We worship you. We worship you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. 
holy are you, Lord God. Spirit of the living God. Welcome. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We have ears to hear what your Spirit is saying to this body. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing that destroys the yoke of bondage in our lives, Lord. We make room for you now. We make a place for you. Have your way. Jesus, in your name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Lord. as we continue our worship here we are going to prepare ourselves to receive the Lord's Supper this holy act of remembrance of what Jesus did for us so as the scripture says to us in 1 Corinthians 11 27 to 20 wherefore whoever whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. And that's not us. We are alive and well. So we come before you, Father, and we examine ourselves, and we ask you to forgive us for anything that we have done in deed, word, and action that's not pleasing to you. Yes, Lord. Lord God, whether we know or don't know uh, seemingly that that is what is not pleasing to you, but we ask you to forgive us. Wash us in the blood of Jesus and make us right again so that we can receive this uh, holy sacrifice of the remembrance of what Jesus did for us. We just give you all the praise and the glory for it, Father, in Jesus' name. And so if you have your elements, uh, Pastor Test is going to come and lead us in that. Uh, and if not, then raise your hand and we'll get you some ele uh, element. Pastor Test, will you come, please? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, she has already, um, Lorraine has already given scripture and already to uh, us taking our communion. But I want to say before we break it, let's all repent of our sins. Let's make sure before we partake that we are asking God to forgive us for anything knowingly or unknowingly. That's right. Let's make sure our heart is clean. Let's make sure, let's do, we have to examine ourselves, y'all. Examine <clears throat> ourselves. So as we get ready to break this bread, I want you to know when you're breaking this bread that God, this bread was broken by his son that went on the cross for us. And that means that everything inside of you that has been broken, that has need to be healed, he went for that purpose. So as we partake, let's break the bread. And he said, do this in remembrance yeah. of me. 
in remembrance of me that we shall be healed. Let's receive the bread. Amen. The cup, the blood, the blood cleanses us, the blood heals, the blood delivers us, the blood set us free. This cup we are doing in remembrance of the blood that he shed on the cross for us, for you. Make it personal. He did it just for you. He want to make sure you are healed, that everything that may have came up against you in your life, this blood right here is going to take care of that right now. So as we begin to take it, do it in remembrance of him going on the cross, shedding for us. Thank you, Lord, and let's drink. Amen. Mm. Thank you, Father. Father God, we thank you that for the communion that we could come to fellowship together and come together with. Lord, we thank you that, God, they are healed and delivered from whatever they may be going through. God, we thank you that this communion has set us free from anything that we may have gone through and what we feel right now in Jesus' name. Amen.
all waiting for, and uh, I ask you to help me to welcome Apostle Jason Cattell. All right. Can I take that one? Well, it's an honor to be here with you. You can be seated. You know, my life is a, a little unusual. I'm, one day I'm in Nicaragua <laughs> preparing uh, to bring revival to a city. And the next day the Lord brings me to NASA Aglow. I get to be here with you. So uh, Pastor Laureen and uh, uh, Miss Tessa, Pastor Tessa, I want to say thank you for opening the door for me to come today. Uh, I like to have fun. Uh, I, I believe that we're supposed to be able to walk in the joy of the Lord. I, I see a lot of uh, interesting, unique things, and I just try to soak it up and say, Lord, you are so good. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of what you're doing. So I believe that the Lord has a plan for today. I don't think that we're here on accident. Uh, I believe that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, and I, I'm a righteous man according to to Christ Jesus, not by my own works, but because of Him. So that means if He sent me here, there must be some purpose, right? And so I was praying last night in my hotel. Thank you for the hotel and the fruit basket. I don't eat much fruit, but it was the only thing in my hotel, so I did eat fruit. <laughs> I think that it was representative prophetically of what the Lord wanted to, <laughs> to produce today. So anyway, I was just praying, and uh, honestly, my mind was all over the place. I don't know if you ever have that issue. You know, back when I was a kid, they called it uh, hyperactivity, then they named it ADHD. And so I tell my kids today, I've got five kids, and they all know that, uh, you know, I'm very open about ADHD. I don't see it as a problem. I don't see it as a disability. I see it as a superpower. I, I have three small businesses. I have five kids. I have a crusade ministry. I do a large evangelistic crusade. So at any given moment, uh, and at this point, I am an apostle over 12 churches in Cuba, and, uh, and everything everything is, is growing. So you have to have a lot of channels, and you've got to be able to watch them all at the same time. So how can you do that if you don't have superpowers, right? So, uh, but anyway, when I need to turn my mind off, it's a little bit of a challenge. So last night I was praying, and my mind was just all over the place. So I switched gears into praying in tongues. And then something interesting happened. <coughs> I have a question for you, because what I'm about to read is what the Lord gave me. Now, I talked to you on Zoom before I went to Nicaragua. Since I talked to you, I've ministered to 1,000 pastors, uh, 600 intercessors, and 500 evangelists in Nicaragua. So I was busy. So I don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> I really don't. I've had a lot happen since then. I'm sure you have too. But where did the word lighthouse come from? Well, is that something you can answer this um and I'm going to tell you the reason why. Uh, okay. So lighthouses came because, as you know, what a lighthouse does, it mm -hmm. signals danger to those around. It mm -hmm. keeps ships safe. It keeps people safe coming into safe harbor. Is that for the ministry it's as a whole ministry, or locally? Ministry as a whole. All of our small groups are called lighthouses. 
Okay, that's interesting. I know, I'm about to read that. <clears throat> I didn't know. I was just praying in tongues. <laughs> this is what the Lord said. All right, let's pray. Let's pray. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you're here. I thank you, Father, that you gave a word for this house. Father, and I thank you, Lord, that you're intentional, that you don't do anything by accident. Father, that, that you literally have arranged this meeting for a particular purpose, Father, and that you selected, allowed each person to be here so that they could partake of what you're doing in this moment. Father, I pray that every spirit, every eye would be open, that they would begin to see what you're doing in this moment. I pray, Father, for, for every heart to be open, Lord, that they would begin to see and discern, Lord, what part they have to play to accomplish your collective will in this hour, in this region, in Jesus' name. Amen. So anyway, I was praying, and the, the word lighthouse came to me, and you could say, well, you know, we, you heard that on the, on the Zoom. I don't remember the, I remember a meeting. I remember getting a general idea of what, what the Lord was trying to do, and then I forgot it all. <laughs> well, it's the same. We're propelling the, you know, we're working in the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. And, um, promote the Father's business and um, we want to teach and to provide growth for people to come into their identity of who they are as sons and You're giving my whole message. <laughs> you have to be careful. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. You can have fun in the kingdom. Just confirmation, right? Can you turn this up just a tad bit? Maybe. You know, when you're an evangelist, you're, you're loud. Okay, so I'm a, uh, I've been an evangelist since before I even knew what an evangelist was. Uh, how many of you know that you don't really have to have a title? The fruit speaks for itself, right? So I remember when somebody says, you're an evangelist. I'm like, what is it? I'm a Google evangelist. I'm like, yeah. I was leading everybody to Jesus. I was so thankful that I was not addicted to cocaine anymore. So after being addicted to cocaine for 12, 13 years, and I mean, I was not a little bit addicted. You don't like have a steady addiction. It always gets worse, right? So my addiction grew to $2,000 a week in cocaine. And towards the end, I was crack cocaine and I was completely out of my mind, right? So if you know why I run to the degree that I do, I'm somebody that's been forgiven much. I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve anything that I have. I am very, very, very aware that everything that I am and everything that I have and everything that I'm trusted with is because of Jesus. I am saved, set free, delivered, and I get to partner with him to bring freedom to other people. And I walk in the fire of the Holy Spirit. Wow, how in the world did that happen? Do you know why it happened? Because I, this is what I believe, and the Lord can correct me if I'm wrong, but he gave me a little bit. And I ran with it. I took what he gave me and I took it serious. And all I had was my testimony. And I led everybody that I could to the Lord like a crazy person. I was just so excited, right? And I just did what I, I would load up my, I had a bright orange Jeep back then. I would load up. Now this is how, you know, I don't remember my thought process exactly. I just know that I got cases of water, put it into my Jeep and drove around town looking for anybody 
that I could talk about Jesus to. And I was by myself. So let's think about what I might have thought. I need to lead people to Jesus today. They need water. They'll, I'll use water to start the conversation. So I go get a whole bunch of water and I put it in my truck. Okay, but the starting point of the whole idea was somebody needs good news today, right? And I didn't just have a thought. I backed it up with action. And so my ministry of going around sharing the good news about Jesus turned into I need to lead everybody in the halfway houses to Jesus because I got a phone call from a halfway house and they it was a setup by the Lord. So I got into a halfway house. Then I realized that every 30 days, everybody's leaving and I get new sinners every month. It's like I'm fishing in, the, in a pond that gets restocked every 30 days. I'm like, it's like an evangelist dream come true. Bring them to me, Lord. Right? I'll bring them to you. And so I took every single assignment the Lord gave me serious. I took everything that he gave me and I was so excited because why would God trust me with everything that I've ever done? Why did he trust me with this? Then I started to come to terms with the fact that maybe he's absolutely in love with me. And it took a little while to understand that he is absolutely in love with you, me. So when when. When the word says that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, that's true. But how much condemnation do we have in ourselves towards ourselves? So we don't need condemnation from the Lord. We take care of that ourselves a lot of times, right? There's no condemnation in Christ and there should be no condemnation in us, not towards another person and not towards ourselves. When we stop condemning ourselves and we stop thinking low uh, lower than what the Lord says about us, then let's reverse that. When we start seeing ourselves the way that God sees us, yes. we start to accomplish what He wants us to accomplish. Amen. There's a lot that's going to happen today. By the, I just got hit. See, I've learned to turn it into a blink. Did you see that? Real quiet. I get uh, punches in the gut and I hide it by a blink because I used to do these jerks and I fixed that, right? <coughs> All right. <sighs> there, I just got hit again. Just raise your hands for a moment. He's moving. There's the fire just coming over you. Now, I don't just say stuff. I have a very advanced antenna. I'm a, what you would call a feeler, right? I feel very, very intensely. Some people feel nothing, but they see very well. I don't see as well but I feel very well. Okay, so right now, I, I know he's moving by fire. Okay, I'm getting hit in the spirit. And so I can just make you aware of what he's doing just by turning your attention to him. So Father God, I thank you, Lord, for your anointing that you're releasing over your people. I thank you, Father, for your fire that you're, that you're releasing over each one of us, Father. And, and it's a fire for a purpose. It's fire for activation. It's fire for sharpening, Father, and it's, it's fire that matures, Lord. It accelerates the, the, the development of the supernatural gifts that you've placed inside of the bellies of each person. So, Father God, I come into agreement with your fire right now. 
Lord, I thank you that you've released your angels to begin to minister to your people and activate, 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 Father, your people for your purpose in Jesus name. Just wait. Just wait. <clears throat> Jesus. More? Okay, lower backs being being healed right now. I see it's the bottom of the spine. It's about three vertebrae from the bottom of your spine, uh, like right near your waist. You go up three vertebrae, maybe four. Uh, and I just thank you, Lord, that, that that area of the back is being healed right now. You're the holy chiropractor. Heal. All physical pain has to go right now. I'm going to say this one time so I don't have to say it over and over, but I only want the authentic. Okay, if you are healed completely, the pain was there and it's not there anymore, I need to know, maybe raise your hand. Okay, that's you. Okay, if you're partially healed, but you're not all the way healed, it's okay. We pray again, just raise your hand. Okay. Okay. What did the Lord do for you, ma'am, in the, in the black hat? Um, I just left the chiropractor trying to get some relief, and I left with pain. And I just said, holy chiropractor. Yeah. Do you know I've never said that before? Okay, it was the lower back. Was it the about the third, fourth vertebrae from the bottom? That's what I saw. Okay. Isn't that a blessing? So what the, what the Lord is doing, He's demonstrating what I'm about to tell you before I tell you. Okay. Uh, it's I love following His lead. I never know what He's going to do, but because I can feel Him moving in a room, I can follow Him very well. Okay, and that's what's that's precious. He's precious. But I've learned how he speaks to me and I just follow him. Okay, and I detach myself from what you're thinking about me or in a moment. Okay, so I'm able to follow him because I don't care anymore. You know what I learned about people's opinions? If I'm really, really, really excited, it'll offend people. Okay, if I'm really, really, really quiet, It'll offend people. <laughs> if I'm having too much fun, it'll offend a different group of people. And if I'm sour, it'll offend a different group of people. So I've just decided to enjoy offending people. I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> because really what's happening, you know what offense is? Offense is challenging the, the wineskin of the understanding of a person. If a bone it, it breaks and it heals wrong, it has to be rebroken to be reset so that it can heal properly. Sometimes we offend the mind so that it can be reset and heal properly, right? And if freedom offends people, they have to work through that, not me. My job is to be free indeed. Your job is to be free indeed. 
So when we get offended by something, we have to ask ourselves, what is it that's irritating me? Could it be that they're walking in something that you're not yet? And if you're if you can work through the offense and process it properly, you get to receive what they're walking in. Right. And the enemy knows this. One of I won't get into what I'm about to share in the end, because there's I see the purpose and the function for for this group of people. All right. Because the Lord showed me. In fact, let me go ahead and get back to that. Uh, You're 100 percent healed. What was the pain level? Before we prayed, was there any pain? Was there pain? Was there pain when you were sitting there today? Can you stand up and try to make your back hurt, please? Is there a little bit of pain, honestly? A little pinch? Ma'am, can you put your hand right there on her back? Yeah. No, where, where it hurts, right down there. Okay. Are you, do you know why she just fell? Okay, now listen. John 738. John 738, from our bellies, in the King James Version, from our bellies will flow rivers of living water. So when she laid her hands on on her, she got hit because power went through her to her back. Did you know that that's what's happening? You already knew that, okay? So one of my jobs, I take complex spiritual things, which are really not that complex, and I put it into words in a way that you can understand, okay? So now I say, Father, I release... Healing into her back. Pain. I command you to go. Why are you crying? I've been crying all day. You have? Okay. I'm sorry, I weep when I get the presence of the I think that's great. Now, you, uh, let's see. I love the fact that we have. Andrea. I even saw it and I didn't know how to say it. I'm just kidding. So, Andrea, how does it feel right now? Is the pain still slightly there? Yes. Okay, one second. What was the pain before you came in today? It was about on the comfort, like a two. Or a two? Yeah. Okay, so what is it right now? Maybe a one. Okay. And just say, Father, what is it that's, that I need to do? What is it that I need to believe to, for this last little bit of pain to go away? Just ask him. Close your eyes and, and just ask him. Jesus. What thought came to your mind? Uh, the word just received. Okay. Now I want you to ask the Lord if there's anything that's blocking at all, any unforgiveness, anyone you need to forgive. I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just asking. No? Okay. So you have to release? She has to receive. You did? Okay, is the pain still there? One, honestly? Okay. Now I'm going to come over and help. No, you're fine. Right there. Father, I release. There. There. <laughs> Have you been having tension? Yes. I felt stress just leave you. Now, if it's still a one, please be honest, okay? 
It is a one. Yes, sir. Well, I still feel tension lift off of you, and it's okay. Listen, I'm going to pray one more time, and then I'm going to get to the message, because sometimes things are instant, sometimes they are not. I can tell you some really cool stories about that, but it's okay. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I thank you, Father, that I felt the stress lift off of your daughter. And, Father, I release peace. There it is right there, peace. In Jesus' name. Uh, just bend and t check it again. If it's still a one, I need to know the truth. It is? Still a one. Okay, a lot of people don't pray because they're afraid of the outcome. Once, you, once you're used to trusting that God is in control of the outcome, you're free to do your job. Your job is to be a conduit of his power, Amen. right? That light is not the source of the power. The power came from somewhere else. It travels through the wires and it displays the light. Okay, so we are not the source of the power, but if we don't pray, the manifestation of what the Lord wants to accomplish in her back or in any of you can never happen because we are a conduit, okay? From our bellies will flow rivers of living water. Okay, I remember one time I had a gallstone. Have you ever had a gallstone? It is the worst. I mean, for me, I felt like I was having a baby. I'm sure it was like one-tenth of the pain. But for a guy, it's 20 times worse than, a, than having a baby. Because <laughs> we're not built for that kind of stuff. Our insides just need to just stay, stay quiet, right? So anyway, I started having a gallstone, and it was so bad, uh, I went to the hospital. I don't go to the hospital. I don't have to. I go to the hospital to pray for people. I see people get healed. I see miracles. I saw a brain-dead prostitute lady uh, come back to life in the hospital. So it's very, very unusual for a healing evangelist to go to the hospital. And I'm sitting there praying, like praying for myself. I can't get this to stop. And it feels like uh, an alien is coming out of my stomach. Okay, so, I mean, it got bad enough to where I'm getting sick, and I'm, on, and I'm like, that's it, I've got to go to the hospital. So I went to the hospital. While I'm laying there, if I laid down, the pain would lift. If I, was, if I sat up, the pain got worse. So I'm laying down. The only place that they had a bench was in the lobby where people were coming in and out of the sliding doors. So I'm in the lobby, laying down, having waves of pain coming over me and then suddenly this woman comes through the hallway and I hear something in the middle of my pain I hear this thought that says show yourself strong in my weakness Lord and I said I said uh, this she walked by she had a this lady had a, uh, a wrist brace she walked by I'm laying down going oh, okay so she walks down this uh, entryway and I said ma'am do you need healing this is not a joke. This is how weird my life is. I'm laying there saying, ma'am, do you need healing? Now, is that weird or is it even more weird that she agreed for me to pray for her? I don't look like a healing evangelist in that moment. I looked weak. Perfect setup for him to look strong. 
She happened to be a woman that allowed a guy that was in terrible 20 out of 10 pain to pray for her, right? She said, yes, I do need prayer. And I said, okay. And I stood up and I prayed for her wrist. It went from a 7 out of 10 to a 3. I didn't have time to wrestle with it because another wave came over me of pain. I said, that's good enough. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I said, God's going to heal you on the way out to the car. It's just popped out of my mouth. And then I quickly laid back down. Okay. It was the only time since I had spinal meningitis when I was five that I had an IV in my arm. It was the craziest thing. I didn't get healed in that moment. Okay. That woman went out uh, to the car. I thought I'd never see her again. She comes barreling through the door and she's screaming. She's saying, I don't know what you did. And her friend behind her says, you know what he did. He prayed to Jesus. So she's swinging her arm. Now, here's what I did not know. I only prayed for her wrist. She had just gone to the doctor. She had just came down, scheduled the appointment for her shoulder to be healed. Okay. She's swinging her shoulder like this. The Lord unlocked her shoulder, healed her wrist. Exactly what I said was going to happen. But I didn't even know what I was, what I was agreeing to or what I was telling her, what I was prophesying. But the Lord knew. So she came in completely healed. And in that moment, I did not. How do you explain this stuff? Does this make any sense? Did I have more faith for her, but I didn't have faith for myself? Not everything makes sense. I prayed for a brain dead prostitute woman. Didn't know what she, that she was brain dead. I'm thankful because I was still a baby uh, evangelist in this time. I was still functioning from the anointing, but I didn't know. I didn't have a lot of experience. So the Lord hid this one from me, sent me to the hospital at uh, about 8 p.m. at night on a Wednesday. I forgot about the appointment, drove up to my house, looked on my Google calendar, and I realized I missed an appointment. So I left. It's only about five miles down the street. My house lived was by the hospital at the time. So I went to the hospital, went upstairs, and the, it's ICU, the serious stuff, okay? The doors open. Normally it's closed because I've been there several times as a healing. I did a lot of healing services. And so the doors open. I think, well, I'm just going to slip in real quick and I'm going to leave because it's late. There's no nurses. It looks like a, like a scary movie, right? It's dim lights, doors open saying, come on in. So I went in and I found the room number and there's this, these two nurses. It's very, very quiet. Two nurses are busy with other people. And I thought, I'm just going to go in real quick. Nobody's going to know. Then I started thinking, because I'm a business guy, well, you're going to get sued if something happens. <laughs> These are the thoughts in my head. And I'm like, well, they'll just think I'm family. And I see her. She's a black lady. And I'm a white guy. I'm like, I don't look like her family. And, uh, and I'm like, well, you know, just go pray real quick. This is my struggle. I'm going to go pray real quick. And then she starts, I get next to the bed. She starts going, shoo, shoo. and I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. And Holy, Holy Spirit says, Jason, turn around. I'm like, but Lord, I'm a white guy. She's a black lady. She, she's shaking like this. And I didn't even touch her. So I turned around and I went up and I put my hand on her head because Holy Spirit would not let me leave. I put my hand on her head. I feel power go. And this white foam comes out of her mouth. I didn't know till the next day she was dead. She was brain dead. No activity. They were going to pull the plug on her 
Thursday. I'm there on Wednesday. Why did she respond like that if she had no brain activity, but the spirit of death knew that there was a son of God that had come in the room and it was trying to intimidate me, tell me to turn around so I can leave. And the Lord says, you don't know what I'm about to do. That's just a spirit. Take authority over it by putting your hand on its head. And I took the, the, in that moment, I took the authority and I commanded it to leave. Whatever this was, whatever was tormenting the woman. I know now that it was a spirit of death. I didn't know in that moment, though. Even in our ignorance is my point. This is my point. I didn't know how to raise the dead. I didn't know that it was a spirit of death. I'm fumbling through this like a kid. He wants us to be childlike. You don't have to know how to do things. You just have to be willing to explore with your dad. Most of what I do... I am like a child that just simply believes what the Lord tells me. I simply take what He gives me and I put it into action. And see, you see what you want to see in me. But in reality, the version of reality that I, that I know about me is I, I'm like fumbling the ball and I just happen to make a touchdown. I constantly make these touchdowns in the entire time. I'd never really felt like I had the ball really in my hands. Now, if I could keep telling you some childlike stories. Uh, do you know that the Lord called me to do crusades in Argentina? I got hit with the power of God. I was not, un uh, I was not really awake in a, you know, kind of a courtesy fall or I'm down there, but I'm kind of awake and I'm aware of everything. I'm going to stay down there for a little while and just rest in the Lord. I was unconscious. I was zapped by power. I went down. I went somewhere and they said I was down for 30 or 40 minutes. How do I know I was unconscious? Because my shirt was up and my belly was showing. <laughs> Gee, I don't do that. I was gone. I got taken somewhere and then I got put back in my body. And then when I woke up, I was saying, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Now, let's see if that's fair. Okay, because I mean, I have real estate businesses. How in the world is that a legally binding contract if I didn't know what I was agreeing to? Lord, that's not fair. You're telling me that something, you're in, and I'm agreeing to it while I'm unconscious. Is this legally binding? I believe that if I knew the full scope of what I was called to do, I would have said, I'm not qualified, I'm not good enough. All of those would have been the right answers because I'm not qualified, I'm not good enough in my own strength. But because of Christ and His finished work on the cross, I am more than qualified, more than enough, and more than capable by grace. He equips us, He strengthens us, He enables us to do all things through Christ who gives us strength. That means everything the Lord has called you to do, you can do. It is impossible for you to fail unless you quit. That's why the enemy does so works so hard to talk you out of your assignment. So I, Argentina got zapped with power, went down. Uh, in, look, I was in the halfway houses for four years. I had no supernatural powers except for passion. And then I got sent to Argentina, a type of advance. In, in the spirit. I got hit with the fire of God 
And then weird things started happening, okay? Fire, anointing, healing, deliverance. Okay, it's very normal for deliverance to break out in my services. Uh, I started getting attacked by people that I loved because they said, you have strange manifestations in your services. Like, what kind of strange manifestations? All the laughing. So your services, in my opinion, are strange that they're not laughing. (laughs) What is this? You have strange manifestations. Everybody's depressed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if you think it's strange, you know. What else is strange? Well, people are getting, you know, they're, they're throwing up. Well, I mean, I think it's strange that they're going to your church with demons. That's strange manifestations where demons can go to church and not be intimidated by your message. Or I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying that I consider that strange manifestations. So, yes, strange manifestations. <laughs> There's another wave. The anointing. So, yes, there, there began to be strange manifestations in my services. So I came back with Argentina fire, revival fire. Did you know that revival is... Uh, uh, did you know... Oh, man... Pensacola Revival, Steve Hill received the anointing in Argentina. Carlos Anacondia was doing 60,000 people services every single day in Argentina. There's a a revival pedigree in Argentina. The Lord has just done amazing things and continues to do amazing things historically, revival-wise, in Argentina. So what I had no idea that because I was faithful with the the evangelism, little water bottles and halfway houses, I got, I, I got advanced and I got sent to receive revival. So there's an impartation of fire that's in me that the Lord wanted in me. And wherever he sends me, my job is to release that impartation into the places that want it. I just got called to Dallas, Texas uh, with LaVon Chandler. Does anybody know LaVon Chandler? Okay, so LaVon and I were at this church in Rolette, Texas. And I thought, you know, revival fire only breaks out in other countries. That's what I'm used to, right? <laughs> this church had been praying for revival, and we got sent out there. If I showed you videos, it, they got hit with the fire of God so intensely this night. And this was only October of 2022. This is not even a year yet. They, they saw 179 deliverances on their three campuses after the fire hit them before that they didn't see if they saw any it was very few there's a line in the sand that happened when they received the the fire of the holy spirit uh, it, it activated them and i'm going somewhere with this okay I, the fire has purpose now during covid did anybody come to my services during covid season when we were partying every day for every week. No? You did? Was it a little wild? I did? Well, I don't know that I would use those exact words. <laughs> but you know what? If, here's where I'm at today. If you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. 
but if I don't want to wear a mask, I don't want to wear a mask. Okay, I cannot do healing services and tell people what we apply our faith in, we empower, and then demonstrate that I don't believe what I said by wearing a mask. So that's my conviction, right? And where we went wrong is we began to be the critic of other people, okay? And during COVID, I was, I went through a season where I, I'm going to say ticked off. Okay, that's not a curse. I was ticked off. I got frustrated with the condition of the church. And for a season, I started speaking against the church. And I asked the Lord for three weeks. I said, Lord, I accidentally spoke against your church. I'm sorry. I will not do that next, next week. Next week, it all came out again. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I said, Father, please forgive me. I'm speaking against your church. And he says, son, from the abundance of your heart, so the mouth speaks. And I said, but they're all acting like cowards. They're, where's our faith and our boldness? And so it came from a good place, but I'm speaking against the bride. And I'm asking the Lord, Father, forgive me. I'm not going to do that again. The third week, I did it again. I said, that's it. I need to not preach anymore. And then the Lord says to me, he says, Jason, I want to show you a better way. It was so gentle and so sweet. He begins to show me 1 Corinthians 12. He starts to show me all the different parts of the body, specifically verses 13 through 31. I think we should read it. The Lord began to show me a better way. We can't be critical of His bride. We won't be critical of His bride once we know that we're only one small part of the, the whole body. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13. Let me get out of the Passion Translation. This is the way I, I honestly expected it to be, to be disciplined by the Lord. I was so mad at myself that for speaking, I was frustrated. Okay, I was passionate I'm a bulldog. I can be a lion, but there's also a lamb side of the Lord. And I don't have a very developed lamb side. I have a very developed lion side, right? So I'm coming after it. But the, I'm like Peter. I would chop the ear off of the slave and then Jesus had put the ear back on. That's the way I've functioned. But the Lord's softening me. I'm sweet now, right? So the Lord's... The Lord says to me, uh, we're, we're going to start with 12. I said 13, but we're going to back up to 12. For just as the body is one and has many members, all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For, one in, for in one spirit we were all baptized in the body, Jews and Greeks, slaves are free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. So here's what the Lord says. He said, Jason, there's a better way. I said, there's a better way. He was so sweet. I thought, you know, like my dad, I'm going to, I need to be slapped. And he's, the, the way he spoke to me, he said, son, I, I hear that you're struggling, but there's a better way. And so what he began to show me is that he, he asked me a question. He says, which denomination is not part of my bride? Is it the Baptist? I said, no, sir, they're, they're part of your bride. I started feeling smaller. Kind of like, like, where were you when I made the, the, the oceans? And he says, uh, are, is it the Methodist or the Methodist part of my bride? And I said, yes, sir, they are. 
Uh, and I said, don't tell me the, the Mormons. I'm, I'm, just, you know, I'm just kidding. He started going down and telling me all these different denominations. And after he gave me a visitation on the Mount of Transfiguration, telling me where denominations came from, that they are a result of uh, remaining at the former location of the cloud instead of moving with the cloud. Okay, so he had already put, put revelation in me that made me feel justified in going against denominational error, right? So I felt justified because he showed me what he showed me. But then he's softening me by showing me a new angle. So he's saying, for the body does not consist of one member, Jason, okay, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. That would not make it any less part of the body. But if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body. That would not make it any less part of the body. So the, the Lord began to show me that all of the different denominations, all of the different perspectives, all of the people that are doing all these different things, even the things that I don't think agree with faith, they're still part of his body and he loves them. And he's telling me, Jason, I want you to love them the way that I love them. So then I began to see that just because I walk in a particular revelation and somebody else is not there yet does not mean that one, they're not part of the body Two, that he doesn't love them as much as he loves me. And three, that he doesn't have a plan to inspire them through my ministry to pull them higher. So then I began to see a more mature way that, hey, you know what? Just because I function in the anointing and the power and the glory and the fire and deliverance, it doesn't mean that they have to get it. Okay. And when I see them operating at a level that's below what the Lord wants to, to, to call them into, it's not going to get them there by being a critic. By loving them into uh, the higher place. That we're, we're going to get somewhere. But I've also learned some people don't want to go there. They don't want to pay the price. Okay. And they may build an altar at a former location of the cloud. And I have to be okay with them not making that, that journey on the narrow road. But they're still my brother and sister. Right? Where did I end? Do you remember? Yeah. Well, let's just go to, yeah, okay, let's assume I, I finished 15, 16. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the, the members of the body, each one of them, as he chose. This is the key. He's Lord, we're not. If all were a single member, where would the body be? And as, and at, as it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor of the head to the feet. I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of, of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. When I got to the part of the body that's weaker is indispensable, I started to become aware that I, in Isaiah 55, 8, his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. His ways are higher than my, what, my ways. 
Wouldn't it be just like the Lord to consider miracles and healing to be the, the weaker part? I feel like, you know what? Everybody should be demonstrating power and, and miracles. They should all be doers of the word. My favorite scripture, James 1.22. But at the same time, what if I'm the weaker one? <laughs> what if the fact that I don't, I, I'm not bringing unity to the body is more important than miracles and healings in the eyes of the Father? I don't know. Okay, but what it does do is it gives me a big dose of humility that, you know what, I'm part of a bigger body. He loves them all. And my job is to be an expression of love to the body that he died for. Okay, so I'm going to get into what the Lord told me. If you're still interested. Thought I forgot. You're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> a lighthouse okay so I'm praying yesterday and the Lord says he says uh, he says it was I that named him a lighthouse I said lighthouse where do I do I know that in the natural or first of all I'm praying in tongues okay and when you pray in tongues how many of you know that if you're praying in the spirit and suddenly you hear a body part somebody that's the Lord telling you that he wants to heal a body part. Did you know that already? Did anybody not know that? It's good. Do you know when I learned that I was in a church of 50 people, 13, uh, it was the day that the Lord, I was just praying in tongues and I heard inside right, sh left shoulder blade, inside right corner. If you're playing battleship, that's exact. That's the hitting the little boat. <laughs> Only one person had that problem. She was instantly healed and had two, 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 she had that problem for two years. It was healed in that moment. Once I discovered that, I went back and I just felt like experimenting, testing the Lord like a kid. Started praying and the Lord gave me one after the other after the other. So when we're praying in the spirit, if we, when we start to get downloads, it's accurate. Very accurate. Okay. So the Lord says, Jason, I've called, I named them a lighthouse. I'm like, what? Did I know that in the natural? And I looked it up, and sure enough, it says lighthouse in your lo I knew NASA aglow. That was what's on my Google calendar. I didn't have NASA aglow lighthouse. So I had to go all the way back, and I'm sure the potential of you mentioning lighthouse was there, but it was way in our first meeting. So I'm having to figure out, like, what are you telling me about this, Lord? Because lighthouse was not in my mind before I began praying. And the Lord says that He is the one that calls you a lighthouse. He will continue to raise you up as a prophetic lighthouse in the days ahead. He says, uh, he, and then I looked up lighthouse. He said a lighthouse serves to warn mariners, and you already know this, of dangerous shallows and perilous rocks, rocky coasts. And they will help guide vessels safely in and out of harbors. The message of these long-trusted aids to the navigation to aid navigation are simple. Either stay away, danger, beware, or come this way. Then the Lord began to tell me that the fire of the Lord that will be released in the service today will activate the dormant gifts inside of your spirits. And they will accelerate those that have maturing gifts. So, so there's some where you're not functioning in the gifts at all. The Lord is activating you by fire today. Okay? Those of you that have a, a certain level of maturity in the realm of the Spirit, 
you will have acceleration by fire today. This is what he told me. And he says, those of you that have mature gifts, the, the gifts will begin to be sharpened. Uh, he's going to sharpen the mature prophetic, listen to me, prophetic grace that the Lord has placed within this house. Then he began to tell me, Beware, be aware the Lord has called you together as a company of apostolic and prophetic voices. And the enemy has worked overtime to silence the voice of this house. He says, not only has there been a systemic attack on your voice, but it has been on you individually and corporately. This can only happen, though, if you come into agreement with this demonic strategy. And I believe that some that were called to this house have fallen victim to coming into agreement with these strategies. The enemy is trying to silence the voice of this house. You need to hear me on that, okay? It's specifically prophetic. Okay? I see prophetic intercession. You're called individually and corporately to see and to declare and to decree what the Lord shows you. And that's not good news for the enemy. The Lord has already made you aware of the storms that are brewing in the sea, He says. He's told some of you to hold on to what, he's shown, what He has shown you until the appointed hour. That means you're pregnant with revelation. The enemy knows what you're carrying. He knows the message that you're holding. And he's trying to silence your voice. Because you're not given permission to release it yet. He knows your purpose, the, the enemy knows your purpose. He knows what you're capable of as a body. And he's sending, he has sent demonic, the demonic duo, Jezebel and Leviathan, to test every relationship in this house, touching on every insecurity and until it can get the response that it's looking for. I don't know what goes on in this house. This is just what I'm getting. Okay? <laughs> What we come into agreement with, we enable. If Jesus, the Son of God... Now, I love John 1. All things were created by God through Jesus, through the Word. In the beginning was the Word, right? And the Word became flesh. But everything, everything, including you, including me, including the chairs, including the world, all things were created by God through the Son, right? And as powerful as he is, the one in which everything was created through, and he has to knock at your door, and you have to give him permission to come into your heart. That means you have authority over you. He gave you that authority. It's how it works. It's how he functions. The creator of all things has to ask your permission to come in. How much more does a demon? How much more does a, uh, the spirit of Jezebel? How much more does the spirit of Leviathan have to ask your permission, have to get you to come into agreement with its will to steal, kill, and destroy, and to divide a prophetic voice for a region? It knocks. You pick up a little bit of offense. The slightest little offense. It's almost like a person with... Uh, diabetes. My uncle had diabetes. 
Okay, he, he had uh, a sh his shoes on and a little bitty pebble could be in his, in his uh, shoe. And for me, that's no big deal. I would feel it, first of all, and I, would just, I wouldn't walk on it. I would get it out of my shoe. But for him, he didn't have blood circulation, so he couldn't feel it. So a little bitty pebble made a little bitty wound on his, on his foot. And it didn't heal because he didn't heal properly. So it became this big open wound. And then they had to take his leg off because of a little bitty wound that should be insignificant in most cases. But if you don't deal with the root problem, it becomes gangrene. The smallest little offense. See, I, I used to have like big demons. Actually, they turn out to be smaller demons. The demons have grown. But I used to have big open doors, okay, to a bunch of little demons. Big open doors, little demons. Now I have small little access points with really big demons that want to really stop the prophetic and apostolic voice that I carry. I can't, I don't have the luxury. Now we don't have the big problems like cocaine and all this other stuff that goes along with that. Those doors have been closed. But what I've discovered in this season of my life, when the Lord is calling me literally to disciple nations, the smallest little access point of offense opens the door to tormenting thoughts in your mind. Depression, anxiety, confusion, all these little things that the enemy tries to work on your mind. And the access point is that big, that big. You mean this principality slipped in through an access point that big. We don't have the luxury of being offended in a prophetic house. If you're not called to this house, so be it. But if you're called to align yourself with the voice that this house is, the lighthouse this has been selected, this place, this group of people has been selected by the Lord to be a beacon of light and a, a type of warning, a sounding board of what's to come. The Lord has impregnated you with revelation and, uh, and vision for what's to come. And the enemy's doing everything he can to slip in those little access points to be able to silence your voice. Division in the relationships is not allowed. It's not legal in the kingdom. You have to forgive every little thing that comes between you. You have to guard the relationship like it's important because it is. Amen. <clears throat> does this even make sense to anybody? Because I don't even know what I'm saying. It does. <laughs> but you know what? I don't even have to ask because why would the Lord tell me if it didn't have a purpose? It could just be for one person and I'm doing my job. Right? <clears throat> Thank you, Father God. Okay, so that's one part of it. That's, that's the word for the house. But the Lord says he's going to activate the dormant gifts that's inside of the, the people today. That's only if you want it. If it's not what you want, you want to stay asleep, you know, that's not, that's not, you don't have to respond. But do you know there's purpose for the fire? During COVID, I thought it was a very good idea to to have after parties every week. I would drink so much of the new wine 
that I didn't get home till two in the morning often. I have some recordings of the sound of revival in, during COVID that it is, you can't let everybody hear. It's, it's what people sound like when they drink three or four or five, six altar calls. When you have <clears throat> five fire tunnels or you have five altar calls and then you're double dipping and then you know that that person doesn't have a twin and they've been in the line three or four times, things get a little messy by one in the morning, right? And so it was, that's how I dealt with COVID. Same thing that I used to do when I was out there in the world. I would be the last one to leave the bar. Three in the morning. Then at three in the morning, I'm looking for the after party. Okay, you guys probably never did anything like that, but I did. Okay, so it makes sense for me. If the Lord's going to give me the new wine in Argentina, I'm going to drink. I'm going to let all my friends, I'm going to buy drinks for everybody. Right? Drinks are on him. Next round. One more round. Third round. Right? But I began to see something. That I, I love to indulge in His glory and His power. But I saw people drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and still act like they're not maturing. So there's, there's a preciousness to the, to the anointing. There's a preciousness to the new wine. We need all of it. And you know what? It is not wrong to drink too much in the Spirit. It's not wrong. But if you fail to understand the function of the fire, then we've missed the mark. One of the most scary things that, besides the one, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. That's a pretty scary scripture. We cast out demons in your name. And he says, depart from me. He's not, he's not going to be able to say he never knew me because we, we've had too much time together. Same for you. But what, what would happen... If we found out that he gave us extreme amounts of access to anointing and all we did was party. There's nothing wrong with partying here and there or all the time. But if we don't understand that what we focus on will manifest, then we may have missed the mark significantly. And I want to take you to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12. The quality of materials used by anyone building on this foundation will soon be made apparent. Whether it has been built for, with gold, silver, or costly stones, or wood, or hay, or straw, their work will soon become evident. For the day will make, make it clear because it will be revealed by blazing fire. And the fire will test and prove the workmanship of each builder. He will work... If his works stand the test of fire, he will be rewarded. If his work is consumed by the fire, he will suffer great loss. Yet he himself will barely escape destruction, like the one being rescued out of a burning house. I've been trusted with the anointing. There's a world around me that's lost to a degree that I didn't even think was possible. I remember being a kid and someone told me in the last days what's right will be wrong and what's wrong will be right and everything will be flipped upside down. Amen. But did I ever have 
an idea that we would be transitioning children from male to female and it would be legal in the United States? Did I ever believe that there would be schools that would decide our gender of our children and we wouldn't have to receive a notification of the indoctrination that they're giving our children and that we have to defend ourselves saying, no, we have the right to be able to be part of that decision. We have no context for this. So while we are trusted with significant access to power, what are we doing with the anointing that God has given us? Yes, we are able to indulge in the new wine. If you're dealing with depression, confusion, fear, go into the fire. Have a blast. It's necessary. It has purpose in itself. But that should not be the sum total of our experience with God. When we experience the anointing in the fire, you have an obligation to take it out to the world and tell the world around you that the kingdom of God is near. Demons should begin manifesting because you're walking in so much fire and anointing. Do you know I was at a Mexican restaurant in Katy, Texas? I'm at a birthday party. There's about 30 people. We're in an enclosed room. We're off to the side. I'm sitting there. The woman across from me begins going, I thought, what's happening? It took me about 30 seconds to realize She's too close to the fire. I didn't even know I was manifesting fire. It's always around me. She begins to shake and tremble. The manifestation of the demon that was on her could not stand being close to me. But it can go to church every Sunday. But it's a Mexican restaurant where she manifested. The fire has purpose. Here's what I would suggest. Drink all you can drink so that you're carriers of the kingdom. You're overflowing with new wine. But then do something with it. Create a culture of indulgence in the new wine. Do not apologize for being excessive. Drink as many rounds as you can drink. Every time you receive an impartation, the portal of your belly stretches. Did you know that? It's a fact. Do you want me to prove it? Yes. I guess you will get that up. <laughs> the portal of your belly will expand. You're not, when we're saying, Father, I pray that you manifest your kingdom. I pray that heaven comes to earth. Do you know how heaven comes to earth? It comes through the portal of your belly. Read the Bible. John 7, 38, from your belly will flow rivers of living water. That doesn't mean that God can't divinely outside your belly. Come and sit in the room and not move. I'm waiting for the day that his abiding presence and glory sits on us and we can't even move. I don't know why I want that so much. Something about him, I crave him to that degree. But not only can he divinely, independently, and separately come and sit in the room and make us all fall down as dead, but also he can manifest through the portal of your spirit. But we don't know who we are and we don't know how to function. I'm not saying everybody doesn't, but maybe you didn't hear some of this stuff before. Maybe it's the first time. But as we indulge in the new wine, as we drink until our hearts are content, there, there reaches a point 
when we have to say, Father, what do we do? James 1.22 says the person that hears the word and doesn't do what it says is deceived. We will be, our works will be tested by fire. What did you do with the salvation and the anointing that he gave you? When you take your last breath, when you're in the day of judgment, whenever that moment is, and you're standing before your Lord, that precious day where we get to see his face. And some of you have already seen it. I have been on the Mount of Transfiguration. He was to my left, but all he let me see was Peter and how he responded to the cloud. It's good. I was glad I was there. Right. But one day I'm going to see him. I'm even praying that it happens before then, but I want to see his face. In that moment, and he says, son, I love you so much. You've done so well. You were here and everything that I gave you, you ran like a thoroughbred. But I gave you the anointing. It had the power to break chains off of drug addicts and to bring life to your city. And you, you drank every week, but you didn't reach the lost. What happened? You started out focusing on the lost, and then you started to have an indulgence with all of the Christians that wanted the new wine. I don't want to miss it. But at the same time, if I can pray in tongues and get a prophetic word for this service, why can't I pray in tongues and hear exactly what the Lord wants me to do one day at a time? It's not hard. We don't have to fear we have to have reverence. We have to fear the Lord. It's the beginning of all wisdom. But we don't have to wander like lost sheep, wondering if I'm going to uh, miss the mark. Spend some time with Him. Get quiet. Instead of preparing for a service, prepare for your day. If your life is a mission every single day, then a service is just part of that mission. I find myself... If I need a word from the Lord for a service or a crusade, you put 30,000 people in a stadium, you're going to pray. I'm telling you. I'm like, Lord, help. There's a lot of people out there, and I don't know what you want to do, and I have no power. You become very aware how small you are when you have an ocean of people. But you know what? What the Lord told me when I started doing crusades? I would get so nervous. He says, Jason, you're nervous because you're thinking about you. You're thinking about yourself. He says, do this. Think about what I want to do with them. And think about what they need from me. It was in that moment I began to become aware that I was arranging massive weddings. And that my, that my, the bridegroom was receiving a bride. And I got to help arrange this wedding. And I said, Father, it's so amazing to see them receive you. And he says, Jason, have you ever thought about what I'm experiencing with them? I never thought about it from his point of view. So there's 30,000 people there and he is face to face with every one of them drenched in tears. He's receiving the ones that ran from him for a lifetime. And so while it seems like it's a lot of work to put, you know, $200,000 crusades together, I got to see a wedding between a bride and a bridegroom. 
I got to be there at that moment. I got to labor and to take all the business skills that God gave me and to put it together to be able to shake nations. That's precious. And that, I'm going to tell you, my, I'm a, I don't want, I'm going to say it. The Lord said something to me one day. And I don't want to say this because I, I have to compliment myself. The Lord said to me one day, the oil dumped on my head. It's the way an angel, he dumps this little flask of oil on my head. And it's this bliss that comes over me. And that's what he says when he wants to talk to me. So anyway, this oil dumps on my head. And I said, yes, sir. And I'm on a Zoom call with all my students. It's the last day of, of my class. And they all just felt like they, because I dismissed everybody and five or six of them stayed. I said, why are you guys staying? They said, just in case something happens. I'm like, well, nothing's going to happen. It's the last class. And then all of a sudden, bliss comes over me. I used to pay like $12 for ecstasy. And it was not, that was a counterfeit. The glory. We were looking for the glory. We didn't even know it. So the glory comes over me. I'm like, whoa, wait a second. And I'm thinking, okay, you guys made the right decision by staying. And then he says, Jason, tell Vashti, my assistant, to document what, I, what I'm about to say. I said, Vashti, the Lord says, write down what he's about to say. Then he goes on to say something that embarrassed me in front of everybody. He says, Jason, you're very gifted and talented. I said, Lord, I'm not saying that to them. He says, well, I'm not going to tell you what's next until you tell Vashti to write that down. I said, Vashti, uh, the Lord said I'm very gifted and talented. <laughs> and he says, you can do all of this without me if you wanted to. And I said, I can do all of this without God if I wanted to. And he says, but it'll be dry bones if you do. So the Lord established a fear in me that I don't know when I'm functioning from, a, from natural gifts or his anointing. Because I can do, I, can, I develop software, uh, I've, I have three businesses, the businesses every year, every single year has been my number one year for the, since I started doing crusades. I'm going to tell you a secret. I own a mortgage company. If you don't know what's happening in the world right now, interest rates have doubled. I'm up 28% for no reason. Everybody, so for the reason is the Lord. The, everyone's going down. See, we're down 60%. Of one of my businesses, we uh, have a processing company in India that processes for other mortgage brokers. So I know all the other mortgage brokers are down 60%. I'm up 28% this year over last year, and the rates are higher. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these other things will be added unto me. I work one hour a day, maybe. I don't even think I work an hour a day. But let's say I work a full hour per day. How in the world did I go from 60 hours a week and never being able to pay my credit cards off to now I do crusades all around the world. I work one hour a day, interest rates go up, and so do I. It makes no sense. Except that my God's promises are bigger than the giants in the fortified cities. He's in, I've entered the promised land. I saw the giants. I saw the fortified cities. And for a moment, I started to fear the economy. But then the Lord says, do you trust me? And I said, Father, you've always been faithful. Everywhere I go, you've always delivered me. A thousand will fall by my right hand and ten thousand by my left hand. Left hand first, right hand second. But pestilence will not come near my dwelling. Do you know the Lord? Do you know his ways? 
time is 12.06. We're going to pray. I want you to understand that the manifestation of the fire has a purpose. It has purpose. What you set your mind to will manifest. What you fear, did you know fear is not the opposite of faith? Fear is your faith applied in the wrong way. You've got to understand that's not a little bit of, of a, that's not a small thing to understand. When you fear something, you're expecting something to happen. It is literally your faith hijacked by a demon. Okay, what you, when you get that fear out of the hands of the enemy and you apply your faith to the Lord that, that can bend things and change things, suddenly you've given him permission to move in your life. Same thing with the fire. And I have to just tell you this real quick. 1 Corinthians 12. Remember I said uh, verse 13. We started in 12. We're going to just tell you real quick. 1 Corinthians 12, 1. I'm going to go back to the beginning. Now watch this. In fact, you don't even... Yeah, you can look at it. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray by mute idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God has ever said that Jesus is accursed. And no one speaking, no one says that Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. Now, there are a variety of gifts, but now this is the key that I want you to hear. But the same Spirit. There are a variety of services, but the same Lord. And there are a variety of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. You're going to have the manifestations of the Spirit. It's for His purpose. For to one is given through the Spirit of utterance of wisdom and the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. Okay, what it's saying is, in one person, the Spirit manifests with utterance. In another person, the same spirit will manifest as healing. I'm going to teach you something. This is an apostolic training hub. Do you know when I was in Barcelona, Spain? It was only 2016. I only received the fire in 2015. I'm trying to hurry. 2016, I'm praying for people. I intentionally got myself away from my translator. And because I feel as advanced as I do, I can feel things going through my spirit. And then the Holy Spirit says, son, what do you feel when you pray for this person? joy they start laughing cracking up falling Spanish people are always sophisticated they don't fall and they don't crack up laughing but I've got some videos that you need to watch <laughs> rolling around like eight-year-old kids cracking up laughing they forgot to look cool right so anyway I'm praying for this person joy then I and, and oh then he says that person I'm healing from depression. He taught me that what he releases manifest as the antidote of what they're suffering from. All I'm doing is releasing the same fire and it becomes what that person needs. Did you know this? Does everybody who did not know this? So I don't have to know what you need. It's the same spirit. I lay hands on you, release the fire of God, and boom, you get healed from what you need. It's the same spirit that manifests as healing. It's the same spirit that manifests as miracles. It's the same spirit that manifests in, in words of knowledge. Okay, so each of us can function in and out of different gifts. Do you know I don't, I'm, not, what, I'm not a prophet? 
but I have been taken to the Mount of Transfiguration literally in my sleep. It might sound like it, I'm exaggerating. It's not. First of all, out of reverence and fear for the Lord, I would never exaggerate. I was literally taken back 2,000 years ago, and I'm there. I woke up, and it's 5 in the morning. I'm writing this down. My wife says, what are you doing? I said, I just got back from the Mount of Transfiguration. He didn't show me the Mount of Transfiguration. Do you remember when Paul says whether or not it was in my body or out of my body? I don't know. That is the only experience I've had in my life that I don't think I was in my body. I was taken in my sleep, went back 2,000 years ago, and I'm in the most epic moment in history, and the Lord shows me why I'm being attacked by churches. He says, those that are following the cloud look doctrinally unsound and unsafe because they remain at the former location of my cloud. He showed me where Peter wanted to memorialize the location of the cloud. He says, do you know why they do that, Jason? I said, no, Lord, I don't know. He says, because they want to remember where I was, but you're following where I am. Right? You have to be intentional with the fire that you're going to receive, okay? It, it's fun. It has, it, he feels great when his power comes on us. But you have to remember there's a purpose for it also. So I just want you to be intentional. He wants you to be intentional. Uh, there are some things coming. Uh, there's, there's strategies, demonic strategies that are being uh, released over the nation to make our nation no longer free. Did you know that? I saw a, I, I don't like telling you this. I, I saw the, the vaccine six months before it came out in, uh, in 2021. It was not even released. The reason why I don't tell people this much is because a lot of you have already taken the vaccine. Some of you have. Okay, if you've taken the vaccine, you pray without doubt and all things are possible. There should be no fear. But I can't not tell people what the Lord showed me because some people took the vaccine. It's not right. If I tell you this last part, it's up to you what what you believe. Okay, the Lord wouldn't have showed it to me if it was not the truth. In fact, it's impossible for it not to be true because he actually spoke to me in a way that it's it's not it's impossible. Uh, It's it's multidimensional. And I'm going to I'm going to close with this because there's something to do with this house that is a prophetic warning for what's about to happen in the nation. Am I right or am I wrong? Have you been interceding for things that are national heavily? Can I ask you this as a prophetic company? Do you see yourself as a prophetic company? Yes or no? Okay, that's what I saw when I was praying. Do you find yourselves being led by the Lord to begin to intercede, declare a decree against what's coming to the United States? You do? That's what I saw. That means I'm not missing it. I didn't think I was missing it. Okay, there's a connection between the... (laughs) uh, Okay, there's a... I was... I'm just going to tell you the dream. I was sitting in a chair... And Bill Gates was circling around me. This is six months before the vaccine. The vaccine was not a thing yet. They were talking about it, but it was not a thing. 
I woke up from the dream and I was surrounded by fire. It was it was so much fire that I was sweating. The, the in the dream, I was in a bubble of fire, but it manifested in the natural. I've been in a lot of fire services. I have I do impartation so much to where when I fall asleep at night after five or six fire tunnels or, or um, altar calls, I'll get shocked in my sleep and wake up. So fires, I'm used to fire. But this was more than anything I've ever experienced, ever. It was, the fire manifested in my room uh, significantly, okay? So anyway, that's the end of the dream. So I'm in this chair, Bill Gates is walking around me. And I said, Bill, have you started any new businesses? I knew he wanted to stick something in my arm. So I'm trying to st uh, strike up small talk with him to let him think that I'm not concerned. But I know what he's about to do, and I don't want that in me. I knew that in the dream. So that's, that's the beginning of the dream. I'm in a chair. He's walking around me. I strike up small talk. I said, so, Bill, do you have any new businesses? This is significant. Pay attention. He said, yeah, I got a new business. He looked at me real sarcastic. Steel.com. When, when he said steel.com, the Lord showed me how it was spelled. E-A-L. You could spell steel two ways. E-E-L or E-A-L. If you'll Google steel.com, there's no website called steel.com. It's for sale. So I said, Lord, I'll tell you that in the end. So he said, yeah, I got a new business, steel.com. Oh, that's a good business, Bill. And so then he walks off and I think I need to get out of here while, he, while he's there. I mean, while he walks away. I'm in a prison hospital. It's like a hospital or a prison. I couldn't tell. And I think that's significant. I think our hospitals are going to become prisons. Okay, you can either handle this or you can't. I'm telling you this because you're prophetic intercessors, right? This is to intercede. It's not to fear. Okay. So anyway, Bill walks off and I was able to think. And then all of a sudden, this bubble of fire came around me and I was able to be lifted up. And I'm able to move by thought. I'm able to move by thought. What I was aware of, I manifested. What I, when, I, when I needed to move and I needed to get out of there, the fire is what took me. Okay, the fire lifted me up and I go out a window. And then as I go out the window, I see a big, huge 40-foot chain link fence with razor wire. That's when I knew it was a prison because inside it looks like a hospital. And I'm able to go between, it's like three feet. I go straight up over this razor wire. There's three levels of razor wire. I go over it and I go down and now I'm going down a single road that goes, it's a single dirt road, very thin road, and I'm able to float about th uh, two, three feet over this road. I knew that they were going to track me and they were going to use, this is important, the cell phone and something else that was a smart, like a smartwatch. I couldn't see the other thing, but the cell phone was significant because when I took the phone, I threw it and in the dream, the Lord zoomed in on it to highly emphasize the cell phone. Okay, then the smartwatch or something along the, it had to have been a smartwatch. I don't wear smartwatches though. So I see the, the phone and I knew that the phone was tracking everything I thought, felt, did, said, typed, looked at, everything. Okay, so then I wake up. As I woke up, I knew that everything I thought, felt, believed, and did was organized in an artificial intelligence computer. Amen. What I'm going to tell you, it's, it's so big that we will rather sleep 
than to think. It's so demonic. It's so real that we don't want to allow our thoughts to go there. So we stay asleep. Okay. Now, I woke up and I knew there was this all-seeing eye. It's on your money, right? Eye of Horus, right? Everything that we ever typed on a computer, now when you speak, it can be indexed. You know, when you're, they, you can upload a video and do you know how it can play the words? They, they, they know what your videos are even saying when you upload it. That text is indexed. It's saved. Then I find out that, did you know that they did free COVID tests? What's the agenda for free COVID tests? Did you know that our DNA has been indexed? It's in a database. I don't know the purpose of it. Well, I know what the Lord showed me. So, okay, let me go back to the the dream. So I woke up and I said, Lord, I said, there is no still.com. He says, it's an acronym. Now, if you want, you could open up your phones and type in STEAL, S-T-E-A-L, and then the word acronym. And I'm going to show you a website. This is going to open your eyes to something. Do you want to know this? Yes. Did you know I never knew this? If the Lord did not show me this, I would still be asleep to this agenda. You're going to be extremely aware of what's coming, and you're going to destroy the works of the devil through your prophetic intercession. Then suddenly the little bitty pebbles in your shoe that would like to chop your leg off relationally will seem very, very small once I tell you what's coming. You won't have fear because you are in the world, but you're not of the world. A thousand will fall by your left hand, ten thousand by your right hand. But if you are a man, woman of God that lives by faith, not by sight, you are not subject to the enemy's schemes. So you don't fear because fear is your application of faith and it belongs to God. How many of you typed in STEAL acronym? Okay, scroll down until you see a website called changingminds.org. Do you see it? Click on that website. What's the tagline in red at the very top? What's the soul? What is your soul? Now read it again. The mind, the will, and the emotions of God's people. I go to bed. The Lord takes me into a dream. And He says, now I'm going to decrypt, I'm going to restate this dream real fast. Hey, Bill Gates, do you have any new businesses? Yeah, I've got a new business. It's how to influence the mind, the will, and the emotions. And I'm going to put something in your arm that's going to make that possible. And then I knew that everything I thought, felt, believed, and did was indexed in an all-seeing eye artificial intelligence computer that was connected somehow to the vaccines. You either believe it or you don't. What you do with it is up to you. My job as a messenger was to tell you there's there's a strategy to control the minds of God's people. What do I believe? Now, this is just what I believe. Now, think about how multidimensional this was. What a creative, intelligent God that He would speak to me in a way, in an acronym, but say that it's a website and make me search it out. 
I had no... Did you know that this was a strategy? Did you know STEAL, uh, as an acronym, has been around forever? Do you know that the CIA and its influence over the programming on television programs your mind to be able to believe a certain way? They've been influencing the masses for a long, long time. If you were in communist China and you were not subject to American limitations, you would be beta testing a connection between the vaccine and artificial intelligence. You could test it on a whole uh, 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 national scale, get the model working just right, connect it to a social score, and reward people for ratting out their neighbors. And then implement it under a national emergency called a virus in the United States. It's up to you what you believe. I have zero fear. I can be trusted with this type of revelation and I'm not going to change the way I live. I still bought these little miniature horses. We have some chickens, right? We, we, we have this little ranch. And I live like, I live in the beauty of the moment. You can be aware that these things are happening. But I honestly believe that you take a group of men and women that are aware of what they carry. And you guys begin to be very intentional with your intercession and your prayers, prophetically speaking, which I know you already are. Then you are the biggest hindrance that these men, that men and women that want to steal, kill and destroy God's people. I'm just going to tell you, if I were you, I, I believe that that first round of vaccines was a kind of a foundational thing to change the bloodstream and the DNA. I believe that probably other things are coming in through the boosters. I would pray and ask the Lord's permission. I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you advice. I'm just telling you what the Lord told me. If I were you, I would ask permission from the Lord before you put any other boosters. If you've taken the vaccine, I would ask the Lord, do you want me to take that booster? If he says, take it, then you take it. For me, I'm going organic. I've never taken a vaccine. I did do that stupid little, you know, to barely put it up in my nose and give it back to him, right? But I believe that probably somewhere my DNA is indexed. I don't know what the plan is, and I, I really don't care. I only have so much time on this earth, and I'm going to destroy every scheme and strategy that the enemy has planned for this earth before I go and I'm judged by the fire. What did I do with the salvation that the Lord gave me? Can you please stand up? How do, can I get some worship music? And we're just going to we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to move by fire. And I went a little long, but you needed to know this stuff. That's going to make slow fire. Yeah, we need like a little faster fire. <laughs> it's like mellow fire. I remember one day, I, I said, God's going to release this fire. I prayed, and peace came out. I'm like, what in the world? And he wanted to do peace that day. That's when I learned you can't manifest, you can't conjure up this stuff. He does what he wants to do. Can we move this out of the way? 
Let's just put it here. No, that's good. My hair's standing up on fire. That's good. Is this a, this is an altar. Can I sit here? Yeah. It is? Okay. <clears throat> Let's turn our attentions to Jesus. If anybody's dealing with fear from what I told you, there's no apologies. But we got to break off that fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you power, love, and a sound mind. So I want to pray for you. If, you're, if you know, don't be ashamed. This is a, a group of people that it's family, it's kingdom. But if you're feeling terror by what I just told you, can you please come here? I'm going to pray for you. Anybody else, just come, come now. I'm going to pray. We have to know that he's bigger than any of these strategies, right? You can know what the enemy wants to do and still walk in perfect peace. Do you remember when Jesus looked at all the waves and the storms? He says, peace, be still. From your spirit, you have the ability to release peace, right? I tell you to not instill fear. Would you prefer to know? Yes. Do you feel better equipped to not fall for the schemes that the enemy has? There's little traps that's been set for you. And God wants to set you free, right? So he loves you. Can you grab each other's hands? And can I get a, like a tissue or get a little hot? Or like maybe a towel or something like that. Thank you. I appreciate you. Grab each other's hands. Father, I pray for fire. Pray for your fire to come over them. We could turn the music down for a second. Thank you. Fire. Fire. I break off fear right now. Fire. I don't need this. Drink. 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 He's not giving you a spirit of fear. The power. Love and the sound light. Drink, drink. Drink. nothing to be afraid of but it's a good time to just you walk in obedience because what it does is it insulates you the fire insulated me I was safe everybody else can can be exposed but me personally I'm gonna walk in obedience right so just say father today Today. I, choose I choose to walk in obedience. I ask for your forgiveness for my sins. And I declare that I'm forgiven. And today, I make a decision to walk in obedience to you. Do you, do you mean this? Yes. Okay. All right. So just continue to receive. We're going to pray again. Now that I've had fear for myself, but I've really been battling fear. Me too. You have been? Me too. Okay. Break. 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 Fire. I break it off of you right now. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
He breaks every chain off right now. I break it off. I break it off. Break it. Break it off. I 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 break it off. Are you here? Break it off. Fire. Hit the shrimp. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing. Fire. Put your hand on your belly. Say more. More. The gifts are being stirred inside of you. He's stirring and sharpening. He's accelerating them. He's increasing your depth perception. Joy's being released right now. Break. Break. Peace. 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 Put your hand on your stomach. From your belly will flow rivers of living water. Awaken the gifts. Can you, uh, what's your name? Put your hand on her, on her hand and begin to pray. Release the fire. 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 Break. Break. Break it off. Break it off. No limitations. I declare freedom of all limitations. Hey, you know what he said? He said the only limitations you have, Joanne, are in your mind. <laughs> Fire. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fire. Fire, Lord. <laughs> so some of the strife that you have in the home, it stops right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Peace. Break. The anointing. What's so funny? In the name of Jesus. Put your hand on your stomach, please. Actually, come here. Put your hand on your stomach. Prophetic portal. Prophetic portal. More. More. Drink. You're a fountain that will never run dry. Want to show you something? Say, Father, more. See, the Bible says that we have not because we ask not. We can have as much of Him as we want. Right? <laughs> so in your mind, you're not worthy. But in His mind, you are. He's calling you to places that you have to detach yourself from what you think about yourself, even about Him. You've got to learn that He's more than possible to take someone like you and change nations through your intercession, through your prayers. 
So you have this desire, this willingness to go to these, these great levels, but you have this limitation of the th words that have been spoken over you in the past, words that you've come into agreement with, and he's breaking, <coughs> break it off, break it off. I break off every word curse that's been spoken over you that contradicts the will of the Lord for your life. I thank you, Father, that you're calling her higher. Higher. In the name of Jesus. The anointing. The anointing. He says you're going to have to let go of something. It's an idol. It makes you comfortable. It's relationship. And he's going to take you to a place that it really would be wise for you for a moment to spend just quiet time away from the other voices in your life and allow him to, to reconfigure what you believe about yourself. Okay? Hi. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fire. Put your hand on your stomach. Do you have sickness in your body? Everywhere. Everywhere? Okay. So, Father, <clears throat> Father God, I take authority over infirmity right now. In Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. Here, I'm, gonna, I'm hot. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He heals. He restores. He makes whole. He's given you words of healing, has he not? Have you doubted them? Okay. Well, this is what I'm getting, okay? The words that he's given you, you have an obligation to believe. Okay, I'm going to teach you something, okay? James 1.7 says that a person that prays, and then doubts should expect to receive nothing. So we cancel out our own prayers when we doubt, right? So say, Father, forgive me for every time I've doubted you and I believed symptoms over your truth. Today, I ask you to strengthen me by your Holy Spirit to come into full agreement with your will for healing my body. There's the power. There it is, right there. More. More. I'm going to teach you something. Do you want to learn anything? Yes. I'm releasing power. Okay. Um, okay, so power comes over me. It goes through my spirit. It goes into the person. I feel them pulling power. What I declare will manifest. Did you know that? So you can... You can but you're declaring what the Lord tells you to declare. Yeah. So as she's receiving, I, I declare healing to your body. So it's a combination of the, the anointing, the power, and the declaration, right? It's according to His will. It's all of it coming together in a type of convergence. Did you already know all that? No. It's application. How can we do the Word when we don't put it into action? we got to test. But also apostolic hubs that can train like this. It's super, super important that she just pulled. You're still recording me? Yes. <laughs> now watch, I'm going to teach you something else. Did you know you can say more? That's an amazing prayer. I feel like I am 
<laughs> like all bundled up now. Okay, say Father more. Now you can also like beg and beg and you don't do that either. More. There it is. Okay, relax, relax, relax. There it is. Okay, so your spirit's receiving. Close your eyes. Just think of Jesus, not me. Just think of him. Did you know sometimes when you pray a lot, you have to be quiet so you can listen? Yes. <laughs> and do you know sometimes when you're praying a lot, you're praying in tongues at the altar, you're actually in the way of receiving? I have to tell people, stop praying. Your spirit knows how to receive. You can't fight your way into receiving. You relax your way into receiving. All right? Now watch. There, you're receiving. More? More? Hey, do you feel power going through your body, ma'am? You do? Have you ever felt that before? You have? Okay. It's like energy going all the way up and down, right? I feel you receive it. Okay, but it's healing your body. It's not just a feeling, right? It's power. You're just drinking wine, Marianne. You're over there just having fun. Some shit. More. More. No, 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 don't ask. I'll, I'll do that. You relax. Everyone's begging. More. Uh, okay, let's relax. Let's relax. Focus on Jesus. Do you know the best way to position your mind to receive is to think on Jesus? Okay. But when I'm praying, I'll pray more and the power will increase. But it can't be religious. It's not a formula. Okay, uh, it's when it makes sense, right? Okay, watch this. Thank you. you. See this hand? Okay. It's okay. Close your eyes. Drink. Release from your belly. Okay. It's funny that everybody knows how to receive, mostly, but few know how to release. I want to learn that. It's actually I very easy. I want to learn how to release. <laughs> Did you receive or no? Yeah. I know. You've never felt that before? No. Well, that's a good thing to experience, yeah? Okay. And it came from her. Are you an expert at releasing? <laughs> kind of? That's good. Can you give her a hug? You always have to finish the prayer with a hug. Drink. Drink. I like this song. Can you turn it up just a little bit? There you're receiving. Fire, fire, fire. I declare that the gifts are stirring right now by power. <laughs> the Holy Spirit and the anointing. I'll hold you up. There's some people will push you down. It'll hold them up so they overdose. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Overdose, yes. Overdose. I like that. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're giving clarity of mind right now. So the path that he puts you on is like so simple. It's right in front of you. You're like testing things. Like, do I go here? Do I go here? Do I? So you overcomplicate. Do you ever do overcomplicate? So I see that you're trying to look at all the paths at one time. Yeah. And he says, son, I'm a lamp unto your feet. 
just rest. Like a, like a little lantern, you see one step at a time. So uh, have you ever heard of paralysis by an analysis? No. You analyze so much that you freeze, right? And you do nothing. Is that what happens? I don't know. I'm just it's me. That's me. Okay. But it doesn't have to stay like that, okay? Yeah. It's not God's plan. You can hug me. You can hug me. You'll be healed if you hug me. No, no, let it be his idea. Yes. <laughs> break it off. It's fear that was spoken over you when you were a child. I break it. I break it. Fire. Fire. There it is. Right there. You have significant value to the Lord, but you've talked yourself, you've allowed the enemy and the thoughts and the opinions of other people to rob you of an inheritance. And he wants to give you this inheritance. You're not dead yet, right? Okay, so every moment that he gives you from this moment forward, treat it as though it's precious because it is. Okay, he's not called you to figure out which path to go on. He's been, he is a lamp unto your feet. Fire. So, Father God, I... <coughs> fire, fire, fire. You have permission to be big. <laughs> hey! Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> fire! I, she has eyes. She has eagle's eyes. Father, and I thank you, Lord, that she can see. Father, but you're increasing the, the depth of not only perception, but Father, the, the knowledge of what to do with what she sees. Father, that she can begin to hit the target, Father, with intercession, even at a new level of authority, even at a new level of accuracy. Father, in the name of Jesus. Fire, Lord. Where is she? Yes. Have you lost hope? No? Me? Is he? He's, he's what? He's just like I thinks he's going down like a little beyond. He is. Okay. Instead of the depressed, a lot of education makes it depressed. How is his uh, relationship with God? He's coming to church. He's praying. That's not what I said. How is his relationship with God? But I don't think it's. I think he's believe in God. He thinks yes. a lot. Smart people get things slow, huh? <laughs> I would have got sober 13 years earlier if I wouldn't have thought I was so smart. <laughs> so it's in this this right now. He's got to maybe talk to him about childlike faith. Right? So I'm going to pray with you on it, but let's pray for her real quick. Chelsea, we're going to put our hand right there, but it's a lady's hand, not mine. Drink. How's your faith been, Chelsea? Could be better. Have you had thoughts of walking away from your faith? Not thoughts, but it just seems like I keep getting farther away from it. Have you been getting into stuff that you shouldn't? Probably. I'm trying to be careful with what I'm saying right now. Oh, yeah. You can step on my toes. Have I don't get been, offended. Okay. Have you been getting any, in, into anything that could be perceived as witchcraft? No, but I do fight a lot of witches. Okay. Have you prayed things according to your will that were not according to God's will? Yes. That's witchcraft, right? Huh? 
That's no, 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 no. His will, not my will. Have you been praying your will instead of his will? No. Okay, so no. I was just saying, well, that's kind of what witchcraft if is. If anything, right? I'm really hard on myself. So we don't want to be that then, because yeah. you don't want... So when I'm praying, I'm just hearing witchcraft, and it could be that you're being attacked by it. Okay, yeah, so... I used to go into this witch shop in Old Town Spring, and I would now pray Now you're telling it. me. Okay, so I'm... And I'm very careful with that, because in charismatic circles, everything's witchcraft. And I I get a little irritated with that personally, so I don't yeah. just jump on the bandwagon. So I was exploring why, when I'm touching you, am I hearing witchcraft? They okay. would come into my room, and I would see them, and I would try to get them out. But there's some reason why you went there. Why? I was with my friend, and we went to Old Tom Spring, and he's like... How long hey, ago was this? Oh, this was a couple of years ago. And, and since then, that witch shop has been shut down. Okay. But I would go in there and I would pray against them, pray against them. I'd be nice and friendly to them. Let's just, just in case anything that has been picked up while you were doing that, uh, because there's a reason why he said this. I, I don't have the time to figure it out, but let's just pray. Okay. okay? So, Father God, I break off any anything that was picked up by Chelsea when she was going into that witch yes, store, Lord. Father, that gave legal access to these in, the, this, these witches to come in and attack her in her room. Father, there was some open door that allowed that to happen. So, Father, by the blood of Jesus, I break it off. Drink. I break it off. And it's caused confusion. Uh, uh, the, the, like, foggy thoughts. Okay. So, I kind of feel like I'm in the wilderness right now. Yeah, well, it's it's causing you to have foggy thoughts. So I break that off of you right now. Father God, I now release, Lord, peace of the mind. Peace of the mind. Father, in a sharp mind, the ability to discern what you're doing. So, Father God, I declare freedom for Chelsea in every area of her life. Father God, we don't have to go through uh, wilderness seasons for any extended period of time. So, Father God, I call Chelsea. I ask that you call Chelsea out of the wilderness and into the promised land. But you know what? You have to believe the promises of God to go into the promised land. So, has God given you promises that you have not believed? You need to ask Him. Diane, can you put your hand on your on your belly? Diane and Darlene. Can I ask for prayer for my daughter? Sure. She's on her way to the ER. Right now, what's her name? Her name is Iffy. Huh? Iffy. Iffy? She's got it, a swollen leg and she's having trouble breathing. Okay. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord. It's Iffy? Okay. It's an interesting name. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for Iffy. I thank you, Lord, that her leg, Father, is easily healed by you. So, Father God, in the realm of the Spirit, we release healing power to Iffy. I declare that the swelling has to go down now. Father, we don't fear, Father. We have faith. We believe without doubt, Father, that if he is whole, we declare it. Fire, 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 fire. I'm not done. We're going to pray for your husband. Fire, fire, fire. fire. I need your hand, Darlene. Quick, put it on Diane's hand, uh, belly. There it is. Receive. He's activating. He's activating. Hey, you just received. I just heard new gift. New authority. New power. 
New Grace. <laughs> more, more, more. Put your hand on your stomach, please. Right, right. Drinking, she's drinking, she's drinking. They come this shit. Fire, fire, fire. You're wide open. Ivory. This is a lady touching. It's a lady's hand, not mine. Okay. Don't pray for a second. Not even tongues. Just watch more. Do you see how much more you received? Hold me up. There's still more. I speak more. I speak more. Drink. Do you see something right now while I'm praying for you or no? She floated away. <laughs> she's out. She's out. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Drink. So, Father God, I bless her. Don't pray for a second. So, I hear the Lord saying He's resurrecting dreams. So, I see you very busy, running, 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 busy, 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 running, 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 running. And so at some point, there was, there was real genuine excitement for the, the realm of the spirit, the gifts, the anointings. And the enemies accelerate this, you know, different people, there's different strategies, different uh, strategies to steal the seed. But be very protective of your time because one of the things that the enemy's doing is he's putting you on a treadmill, making you run, just keeping you so busy that you you kind of put on a shelf some of the things that didn't manifest, God's promises, that didn't manifest instantly. She's so like, oh, well, it'll happen when it happens. Until then, I'm going to go work, 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 work. Okay, so the Lord wants you to just revisit those and prioritize in the realm of your mind and begin to with great expectation great hunger like a child say father i'm going to pursue in psalms not psalms uh first corinthians 12 verse 31 in the passion translation it says pursue the higher gifts and i will show you a way of living that's beyond comparison so father wants to give you higher gifts but you've got to prioritize them and make room for them because it's not something that's going to be second best. It's something higher. It's something that's more important than every other thing in your life. Do you want it that bad though? Yes. Okay. What's your name? Kathleen. Kathleen. Yes. All right. I got here late. <laughs> it's okay. Did anything I say make any sense to you? Well, sure. The easy part for sure. The dreams for sure. Okay. Well, just, just receive. So Father, so Father God, I thank you. Did you say Kathleen? Kathleen. Kathleen. So, Father God, I bless Kathleen. I bless her, Father. 
Thank you, Father, that you're you're giving her peace, Lord. Father, all that the weight that she carries in helping all the families, the strength for the family. Father, she gets tired and she doesn't even allow herself to, to take time to be aware of it. So, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, that you know and you're giving her peace. You're giving her strength by the Spirit of God. Your back's hurting? Mm. It just started hurting? No, no. It's been a while. Can you put your hand on her back? Yeah, it's all the way from here. Ask the Lord if there's anyone you need to forgive. What does he say? What's he saying? I'm not getting a name. Okay. Usually, uh, one of the things I do before I take communion is... It's good. It's so you know. because I don't want to take communion. So it's not always the case, but it is something we always have to ask. Just like yeah, the, absolutely. Just like absolutely. So far, I got to release healing in the back. I command the pain to go. Right now, I'm Right now, I'm Okay, pray and check it. Okay. What is going on? I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. It's all good. Like a little girl. I want you to know I'm a naturopathic doctor. Okay. No drugs, no surgery. Amen. All natural, and my God is my boss, and God has been telling me I've got equipment. I've got all kinds of natural therapies and things I've been doing for over 20 years. Nice. And God's been telling me that there's going to come across my path the way to get that vaccine out of people. I think that's going to be brilliant. And I know that I'm going to be a target, okay? But you're going to. But I have. I have. He's gonna, he needs it. We need it. I'm gonna I'll be right with you, but I wanna know what he tells you when he gives it to you. Drink. 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 Your best days are ahead. In the name of Jesus. She she do combate. She she come Fire. Fire. Fire, Lord. Prophetic. 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 So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for the eyes that you've given to us to be able to see what you're doing in the realm of the Spirit. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for the anointing, Lord, to be able to bring apostolic order, Father, to those that are around her, Lord. And I release the anointing to, to dismantle the strategies of hell right now. Fire. Fire. This is a marking moment. Fire. Maureen. Where's Doreen? Doreen. 
Uh, Lauren, yeah, right there. You're one step ahead of me. Okay, I need you to hold her hand. There's a, an alliance. Apostle, prophet. Breakthrough for a region. Breakthrough for the nation. Breakthrough. Fire. Fire. Oh my God. Pregnant with promises. Pregnant with strategies. Pregnant with the. <laughs> More, 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 extra, 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 the anointing, the anointing, the anointing, fire, I got you, shit, Together, men and women's retreat. Okay. So my classmates from college. Mm -hmm. It's a game. I want God to show up every every day. Okay. Together. It's in two houses. Okay. One specific. And I want well, God. Well, so ask him. Pentecost. Well. Well, you put your hand my, on. It's my daughter Dominique. Hey Dominique, how are you? Put your hand on your stomach. Put your hand on your stomach. Yeah. And your help. You help. Don't pray. Okay, I forgot. It's okay. Close your eyes. Think of Jesus, not me. Open. Open. Father God, I thank you for importation of the anointing of fire. I thank you, Father, that we have not because we ask not. So if we ask without doubt, we can receive, Lord, without doubt. More. Break there. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that it's your ways, Lord, to, to show up. When you arrange something, Father God, it is unlike you to not move. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for the wisdom to know how to follow the cloud, to be able to see you moving in a moment, Father. So, Father God, I pray for the fire, Lord, to come upon her right now. Drink. There it is, right there. Receive moss. More. There's a deposit in your belly. How? There's a deposit in your belly. So you're going to begin having fire manifestations, and he's going to begin to show you. So one thing I would suggest is just say thank you, Father. Can I have more? But don't turn it into religious. Uh, it's not a process. It's not a routine. It's it's just relationship. It's thanking him and pursuing more. Okay. Yes, sir. Did you want prayer? Do you want prayer? Yes. Okay. So, Father God, I bless. Goes with your anointing. Anointing. A release. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we are whole spirit, soul, and body. Father, we are a spirit. We're in a temporal body, 
But Father, we're eternal in the realm of the Spirit. So Father God, I thank you, Lord, for the activation of the Spirit. Right now, I speak to your Spirit. Awaken. Awaken. So Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you reveal yourself in your ways, in your timing. And Father God, I speak to the Spirit, Lord. I speak to the eternal Spirit. And I say, Father, open to her eyes, open to her ears, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I... <laughs> Did I already pray? <laughs> More. More. Who who is I coming over for you? What did you need prayer for? Everything. Hmm? Everything. Well, we prayed for you once. You're still. Well, you have authority over things. So, there's your job is to to repent of your sins, to be washed clean, to believe without doubt. Okay, how long have you been a Christian? Are you a Christian? Uh, I mean, well, I'm from Louisiana, so I've been here one or three years. Okay. And I went to um, a Catholic church back okay. home. Did so you I ever accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior with your own mouth? Yes, sir. When? I mean, it's been years ago. Estimate. How old were you? So maybe mm -hmm. about six years ago. About six years ago? Okay. Did you mean it? No. Have you ever meant it? Do you want to accept Jesus as your Lord right now? Do you mean it? Okay. Let's get on our knees. Let's get on your knees. Everything changes now, okay? Say your name again. Kayla. Kayla? Okay. Let's ask God to forgive you for what you've done. You no, know, he's not mad at you, okay? Something that I speak over myself, like, you were deceived. I wanted to do things your way. But your way hurts, doesn't it? Every path that you chose was a dead end. Now, do you understand that the path is narrow? Do you understand that? So you had to go a million wrong directions to get to where you knew there was only one way. But now you know without doubting, huh? Okay? But you have to forgive yourself, okay? Because we all make really dumb decisions, you know? This is a very good decision. Do you know that the Lord set this up? This is a day that literally everything's going to change. That might scare you and you might think, well, I'm not even going to know who I am. But it takes time. And you're just saying, I don't know what it looks like. I just know that the way I'm doing it, things is wrong. Okay. So, Father, say what I'm saying, but you gotta mean it. It's gotta truly be your words. Okay. Father, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I've done things I'm not proud of. I've done things I'm not proud of. But it doesn't make my identity. It doesn't make my identity. Today. Today. I have to find my identity. In you. In you. Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe that you're the Son of God. That you died for my sins. 
Do you really believe that? Jesus, I ask that you wash me clean by your precious blood. There's power coming over you. Do you feel that? More. More. It's filling you with the Holy Spirit already. <laughs> He says that you're, you're already clean because of the word which you spoke to. He says that he's giving you a new heart. He's taking out your heart of stone because you were like, I can't even love anymore. I don't even know who I am. All the hurt, all the bitterness, it all gets removed right now. So he's reaching into your chest right now. Truly, he's doing this. He's removing your heart of stone and he's giving you a brand new heart. Heart that's tender. You'll be able to feel love again. I don't know if you feel this, but he's loving on you right now. Why don't you just for a moment, just you and him, just say a little Close your eyes and just be with him. Say, Father, I love you. Say, Lord, I want to feel love again. Say, I receive your love today. Say <laughs> so Jesus, I receive salvation. Jesus, I receive salvation. And I declare today. And I declare today that I'm a Christian. That I'm a Christian. Not just by my words. Not just by my words. But also by my actions. Also by my actions. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I need your help. I need your help. To learn to walk like a Christian. To learn to walk like a Christian. I give you permission. I give you permission. To change anything you want to change. To change anything you want to change. In my life. In my life. Do you mean that? Yes, sir. He's gonna respond to that prayer. Things are gonna start to change. He's gonna change things. You gotta let the people go that he pulls out of your life, okay? It's gonna hurt, but it's the right thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Who can beat, who knows her? Okay, I need, she just accepted Jesus. Okay. She needs follow-up because every, things are going to start getting pruned. And we need to walk her through, we can't let the enemy steal any seed. Okay. Don't hurry, stay in this moment. Just love him. Okay, say, Father, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. Father, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. Now, if, I, if you receive the Holy Spirit, it's going to get intense. Do you want that or not? Yes. It's a good idea. So, Father, I receive. Father, I receive. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. More. More. <laughs> Put this over your head so you can rest in him. Don't hurry. This is the best day of your life. You're born again. Thanks,
the only get one. Get her first. Get her She's first. She's double dipped. Have you double dipped? Yes, but let me tell you why. Because I had cancer. And they said to go home and die. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they sent a guy from Greece to operate on me. And then I went to the chemo, which was horrible. And then I went through COVID. I did not take the shot. And I did not, not let them put the press on me. Because she said not to. And then, uh, and then uh, a car hits me in the parking lot. These are all within three years. But what the worst part of last pretty good. But the last three years, what yeah, because she's that I wouldn't have this trouble about is believing is my neighbor next door. She's really a demon. She cannot stand the word of God. I've lived there 20 years. I've sat on the steps, read the Bible. Maybe she's got a demon, but she's probably not a demon. I, I feel like she's bound with them. She can be bound with them, but she herself's not a demon. Like the man in the, God showed me the man in the, the graveyard that cut himself, mm -hmm. was bound with legions. You know, and I prayed for a long time for her to come to me. Mm -hmm. But she you just don't see her as a demon. Okay, but it's not that. She wants me out. Okay. So what are we praying? To get delivered from this fear. I think it's left over a lot of it. I, I did really well. She can tell I you. I feel it on my hands. It's a spirit that comes around you. When it doesn't matter, I feel fear. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. A, well, it's a spirit, but it, you have authority over it. You yes. have to remember that, okay? I know, but I don't. Well, everything was for the brain. Every, I have a got that wide. It's where the car hit me, threw me up, put asphalt all in my brain. Okay. So it's harder to think now than it did. It's okay. Let's just make it not hard. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that your power heals. And I speak to this mind, Lord. I remember this story where this, this uh, like, arrow or this rod went through this person's brain. It went all the way through the head, and he was completely okay. He was, the, the brain adapted. So, it, it's not our reality that because of this car accident that we have to think a certain way. So, so, Father God, I rebuke that lie, that belief system. So, Father God, all this extra brain, Lord, she's got plenty, Father, to think whole. And, Father, I just ask supernaturally, would you increase her ability to, to think and retain memory? Father, would you give her more, Father, than enough, Lord? Father, she fires on all 12 cylinders. Lord, I rebuke the lie that she's functioning with any less capacity than she did at her peak. So, Father God, I think I declare peak over you right now. Peak mental capacity right now by the by the power of the Holy Spirit. There it is, right there. I just broke the lie off of you. I command the spirit of fear to go. You've been exposed, and you've got to go right now. And it's the joy of the Lord that's the source of your strength. Never, oh, you. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. They say, of course. More. More. Don't, don't pray. Don't pray. Just think of Jesus for a moment. Drink. So I see you like a support role, and the Lord's calling you to, to play more of a dominant role. Uh, you're stepping into a season where He's going to call you to, to be more assertive 
and to, to step into a place of intercession yourself. Uh, you know, you can, you know, sometimes we're around so many anointed people, and even though we walk in anointing ourselves, we'll yield and say, well, you know, they got it covered. And so the Lord says, no, I'm calling you specifically into higher places as well, son. So Father God, I thank you, Lord, for the anointing for the season ahead. Fire. Fire. Lord. Now that your belly is open, we're going to go farther, okay? Yes. Yes. Hold on. Drink, 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 drink. for your husband in a little bit. Just receive. So I felt anxiety lifting off of you been carrying a weight that you're not intended to carry, okay? So, Father God, I bless your daughter, Desiree. Desiree. So, Father God, I bless Desiree with peace. The anointing. He says you have permission to relax. You feel guilty if you're, if you're at peace, and that's not right. It's an error in thinking. It's like you have to worry because it means that you care and that's not right. Okay? So you care so you have peace. Because from the place of peace, he moves. That's why I'm trying to centrate myself. Because mm -hmm. I'm a speaker also of my own ministry. Okay. But my husband has some diseases that are very serious. Okay. That's why. They're serious. And look, we can feel guilty for resting in his presence and like i have a son that's out there i can see demons free i can see people receiving anointing everywhere i go 
But my own son is insanity, is walking in insanity. And my eyes twitching from the power. You see that? It's power goes through my, and my eyes starts twitching. So anyway, but it doesn't mean that I'm, I don't care about him because I walk in peace. I have to walk in peace because I know that he's yes. my God. Amen. Trust Amen. him. Do you understand? Amen. It's absolute, and it's just the worst nightmare for the enemy. There's a place where we can believe without doubt. In Mark 11, 22 through 25, it says, believe without doubt. Okay, believe without doubt. If I doubt, do I really believe? That's, it messes with my head. But I learned that there's a place of believing without doubt where miracles happen, and it's called knowing. When you know. I know in certain areas I've reached the epitome of believing without doubt and it's a place of knowing. When I know that I heard from him, it's impossible for you to convince me that he's not going to do what he says because I know the character of my God. That makes me a Joshua, right? I'm going to believe that my God gave me that promised land because he spoke to me. Therefore, the giants are in trouble, right? When you get to the place of knowing, You'll be able to intercede for your husband at a place you'll be able to destroy every strategy. But I'm telling you, the, the battle is in the mind. Okay, the enemy's trying to unseat you from the throne and get you to the place where you're carrying this in the flesh. From that place, you cannot win. But from the place of the throne, the eradicated fear where you know that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Okay, now I'm not, you can take it from the word. Okay, you said you're going to do this, but then you're talking it out with him. Then you're praying in the spirit, and then suddenly you hear a word from the Lord, and he says, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. If you, when you are one word away from everything changing, go seek that word and pull it into from the spirit realm into the natural. Do you understand what I'm saying? Did this help? Yeah. Okay, for you, I feel like I have to more explain than to only impart because it's also impartation okay what do you speak um, i'm going to speak in november or friday night okay. I, spoke, I spoke in here before and what kind of uh, speaking do you do um, i have an encounter with jesus when i was 23 okay and that's what i go around what i speak for Amen. for people and i can I, i'm a seer too and i can see when Lord speak to me about the person. Mm -hmm. I can tell them what they have and God gives them. Beautiful. Everybody's got unique gifts and unique functions, but it's all one Jesus. It's beautiful. I was nice to meet you. I was hoping my son was going to be here, Jaime. He's just retired from the military for 21 years, and he's going through a transition of you know going trying to get a job and getting into. Um, the civil life, but has also his wife is uh, separated from him, and he's going through a divorce that he doesn't want to. And he's all inside, you know, as if he tried to calm him down and such like that. And uh, I just, I was so hoping he would come today. Cool. Lines up when he can. Listen to the podcast because I know the anointing is there. So oh, we podcast this for him if it's permissible by you for the podcast. I would watch. Pray for me when you were talking about condemnation. I really struggled. Can you pray for condemnation? Is seeing yourself different than the Lord sees you. Okay. So I can pray, but you you also have to reconfigure your mind, right? So there's a book called Rain. It's by.
by Leif Hedlund, ruling and reign, reigning from rest, something along those lines, from Leif Hedlund. Have you heard of Leif Hedlund? Uh, I would write that down and read that book, okay, because you, it's really the manifestation of an orphan spirit that says that I'm not loved, you know, but once you're aware that there's nothing you can do to change his love, okay, he's literally receiving you and you're turning your back and and uh and beating yourself up you know and so you got to change the way you think and that's more than just impartation so father god i thank you lord for wisdom lord by the spirit of god that charlotte would be would begin to function father from the place of rest and she would become aware lord of your love for her father i pray that she would spend time with you lord each day just allowing you to love on her allowing you to manifest your love to her that she would walk everywhere she goes each day knowing she's loved Jesus Okay, do y'all want to gather around and let's pray for J Jason? I'll take let's it. Pray for us, so let's pray for him. And everybody just do that. Yes. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this godly man, Jason, and the anointing that you have on his life. And we thank you, Lord, that he is so humble before you, the childlike faith, that he just hears your voice and just acts instantly. And we are so grateful for that. I ask for more and more of that, more revelations, that he hears you clearly and loudly. And he is already in his heart and he is willing to be obedient, Lord God. I ask you to bless every uh, thing you touch, open up doors, doors, big doors, God, and freedom for sake, Lord God. I know you are born yes, appointed and appointed. Bless it more. And we just say every, every uh, financial need that needs to be there will be there. Everything that uh, will just fall in place, that, that the doors as they open, he'll have favor, favor, Lord God. Yes. big stadiums Favor. and, and uh, with yes, officials he where he goes and we thank you Lord for the protection that you surround him with the angels bless his family protect them as well Lord God thank you Lord that the weapon from against them shall prosper with you and draw a bloodline around them and declare Destiny will come forth, and every one of his children will come and serve you. They will humble themselves, their eyes will be open, and their ears will be open, and they'll serve you with your clarity. Because your father is such a great example of what a father should be. And bless Dietrich, his wife, Lord God, give her strength. And as we ask for strength for Jason, because of the big demand on his life, Lord God, we just praise you for what you're doing. Supernatural divine protection around Jesus. Say that he walks in the full armor of God. Declare it and decree it. Thank you, Lord, that you order his feet. God, in every place his feet tread that he came to the kingdom of God. We are called forth salvations, Lord God, and multitudes and masses, baptism of the Holy Spirit. We have the flow and the glory of God, the flow and the way he goes in the fire. Fire will increase our grave. Pray that you increase We can't come into your presence without being changed, Lord God. And every time we come into your presence, as Jason, he's changed. Ha, 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 ha
God be the glory. I don't have cards, okay, but so I have a website, freedomcrusades.com. Uh, what was that? Freedom. Freedom. Freedom okay. com. With an S. Ah, Freedom Crusades. Crusades. Jason Cattell. Cuba, Nicaragua, Honduras. 